Good morning or good afternoon, depends where you are. Uh, welcome to the Crypto Market Update. I'm Alan Wozni, uh, your host, the host of Calgary Business Podcast, and I've got Mark on the line with X528. Good day. Salutations. Mark, I think we should always start with the caveat or our, our conditions, right? Do you want to read it out or do you want me to read it out? Uh, I think um, you got it there probably, don't you? The little blurb. Yeah, so listeners and viewers uh, should know that all discussions in this episode are for informational purposes only and mm -hmm. should not be relied upon as legal, business investment, or tax advice. We, You should consult your own advisors as to those matters. References that we may make to any securities or digital assets are for illustrative purposes only and do not constitute an investment recommendation or offer to provide investment advisory services. Mm -hmm. We got that out of the way, Mark. This is episode 13. Mark, we've really cranked out a lot, but this year we've only done three. We did 10 last year. Episode 13. Mark, I think we go right to the charts because you do Lucky great job. Lucky number 13. All right. Yeah. You do a great job yeah. of explaining why Bitcoin, I think it hits, uh, it breached or it's it went over 39. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, see the charts up here so uh like i said last you know i've been pretty pretty consistent calling these things they last week what did i say it was going to trade between the ranges of like 36 and 40 yeah. and uh and you can see on the left hand side here that's exactly what it did so low of 37k high of 39.6k wow um and it's still i think it's just consistently like because we had that big pop back in october here you know we're really kind of Jet it up. That's where it went over the 200. That's when it, it, it broke through that 200 day average or something like that, right? Or two, was it, right. I, that was a exactly. pivotal point. Yeah. So that was a big bullish uh, symbol if you're a technical analysis uh, guru or, or, I guess, buff, if you want to say. Yeah. But just uh, so if looking now, I, I switched it to the monthly view and you can see like it's. It's still really like it just popped off, you know, so it's it's really far. And I think you kind of touched on it in one of the other episodes where it's always going to try and stay like close to these moving averages. Right. So you can see here, like it's really still really far off the uh, moving averages. So I would expect December you're going to see probably something similar, like all that's happening right now is it's catching up. So the moving averages are catching up to that big breakout. Yeah, that happened back in October, and you can see like November. You know, it's it's still very bullish, but uh, we're not. I don't think we'll see another big move until January. Would be my guess uh, after Christmas. I would assume. I mean, again, never. Uh, you know, it's, it, there's no. Got a good hump there. It looks like the Loch Ness monster trying to get out of the water. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, there's no there's no crystal ball here, but. Uh, yeah. I, I would say like the next few weeks, you're probably going to see a, something really similar where it's kind of trading sideways between yeah. this like 36. It might break over 40 one day. It's going to come back down. Um, and I would say it's really going to trade sideways for probably like until Christmas, I would say. Maybe trading, hitting over 40 consistently by Christmas. Um, but we won't see like another big breakout until after Christmas would be my guess. Probably like last week of December, early January, you might see some big moves again. Uh, also really kind of depending on these ETF oh. approvals and things like that, right? So 
you know, the difference between, and I'm looking, when you mentioned, you mentioned Christmas and December and all that, like the holiday season, what I remember, you know, you and I talked about this in the past and 19,000 was the, was the high in 2000, December, 2017. And mm-hmm. the, the factors were different. It wasn't like this meteoric, meteoric rise to like it was back then to get to 19. Today, there's kind of this balancing, you know, right now the markets are up, the broader markets are up, the U.S., Fed has said they're going to ease off on further, you know, interest rate hikes. So it's it's kind of it's got a sentiment, but it's not like there's this massive thing in the news right now and and it's going to crash. You know, the, the crypto mm-hmm. winter of 2018. I mean, it can it can happen. I'm just I'm just saying there's a difference to today's market, and I'm just giving you know a general view. Mark, this isn't by any means anything empirical study or anything like. But you know, I like what you're saying. This is a solid kind of trading band. And uh, the, the the sort of macro the macro uh, market or macro f- factors right now don't support down or up at this point. Just kind of stay the course. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think like traditionally in the traditional markets, there's usually what they call the Santa Claus rally. So that's like you know the breakout from after Thanksgiving to Christmas. Usually, the markets typically will rally unless it's like a bear market year, but so I think we're kind of seeing that in the traditional markets now. And I mean, really Bitcoin and, and these like, you know, the alt, alternative investment classes typically follow suit. So we're seeing that here with Bitcoin as well. But um, that being said, I think like it's it's just still has it still has to catch up from that big breakout from October, um, yeah. but still very bullish, in my opinion. There's nothing here that's telling me otherwise. I think like you can see it's really popped off and it's, it's still holding right from november it held so far december it's held so i think we're going to see again it's just going to be trading between like it might end december over forty thousand uh bitcoin but yeah i think we won't see like another big move in the up like you know big upwards move until early january maybe like end of january yeah somewhere around there we'll see another big breakout in bitcoin you know, I wanted to say you you mentioned the broader market things are happening. You know, the news. We're going to look at some of the news articles of the, the week, and you know, there's a really there's the, for me the compelling story is really the funding of underlying uh, startups that are the bid the builders or bidlers as I've referred to or you people refer to. You know, mm-hmm. holding Bitcoin over the last year has been obviously fruitful because last year this time it was around eighteen thousand, uh, but the builders have built are building market. We're going to see that later. Uh, in the in the episode when we talk about some of the funding announcements, sure. Do so you want to get into the uh, the news articles? So let's get into the news, Mark. And this, All right, let's get really, I, I, I'm gonna and... because I researched the uh, I did a little research. I, did, I spent more time researching the um, um, researching the funding announcements. I'm gonna leave it up to you to get once again to do the news. So BBC sure. brought yeah well, the BBC. on the we're on the BBC here. Yeah, so this one was interesting. Like. <laughs> So Cristiano Ronaldo facing a billion dollar lawsuit over Binance ads. I know the funny thing is it's not actually Binance ads. So if you dig into it, Cristiano Ronaldo did his own NFT collections with Binance called CR7, Cristiano Ronaldo, number seven. Oh, right. Um, And they were were pumping these NFTs. And again, like Matt, you know, the thing with NFTs, like especially 2021, 2022, you saw like, I'm not saying it like, you know, these specifically were shit coins or like shit nfts but um i there was like so much of these nfts just been pumped out and right. so I much mean, in like in my, 
Yeah, and it's like, in my opinion, it's very difficult to give an NFT evaluation, but uh, unless it has some kind of underlying like utility or there's something that comes with it that really actually has some tangible value. Yeah. But the, the funny thing is, I don't know if this was the right article, but it, uh, it, oh, here we go. So the cheapest NFT from the collection was priced at $77 when I went on sale, but one year later it hit $1. Wow. So hilarious, hilarious. Oh, and you can see here. But he has, see, he has community, right? It, it, clearly something yeah. didn't work because he has, uh, you know, millions of followers throughout the globe um, on different social media platforms. You know, I'm sure his brand it w- was pretty high. I think the Saudis offered him a fair bit of money to go and play over there. You know, his mm-hmm. star, his star was up and shining. You know, he if if he did it correctly, or not him, but if the whole factors in community marketing, maybe some, some marketing, some some gear like you're yeah. wearing X five two eight swag, the the hoodie. You know, people yeah. make that whole thing go. I mean, they call it you know if you call it Taylor Swift, right? The Swift Swiftonomics. Like it's not just mm-hmm. about one item; it's the many pillars or legs that create that. So, some something happened here for sure. Yeah, I think like you know they were just trying to capitalize on money and like you know they could have done so many things with those NFTs. Yeah. Like, hey, it gives you special access to games exactly, or like game. a channel or like jersey, special signed jersey from or collab Michigan. with FIFA. You know the the, the anything EDM, right? But they're just like it's just a cash grab, is what it looks yeah. like to me. So. You know, if, if if it did have some kind of tangible value with it, where it was like gave you VIP access to there's so games much European games, no one would be pitching about the, the price, right? right? A touring yeah. a touring Ronaldo team, they could have taken a touring team at every city across yeah. the globe, right? Wherever they're you know and like like All man you you could stuff. find people people used to run around when I lived in Kazakhstan 20, 30 years ago, or twenty some odd years ago, Mark. Yeah, I did not were, know that. Kids were running around with Chelsea and Man City, you know, they're on the streets of wherever playing football, soccer, right? They'd be wearing Chelsea and Man U. That so, you know, saying Chicago Bulls jerseys. People were wearing Michael Jordan, no matter where. Any little so, Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. There's something happened here. Like they, they could have done yeah. it. Right. Yeah, yeah. They 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 definitely uh, pooped the bed on that one. But okay, uh, anyway, so all right. So next, Mark. So thanks for yeah. BBC News for that breaking story. Yeah. Right? Oh, this one, a uh, fun fact. So this was this last week. Six years ago, Bitcoin hit $10,000 for the first time. Yeah. So it's funny. And, and that's why, like, I, I always say, you know, people are like, oh, even when Bitcoin collapsed from like 60,000 down to like whatever, 17,000, yeah. everyone's like, oh, crypto's crashing, Bitcoin's done. I'm like, it all depends on your entry price. You know what I mean? If you bought Bitcoin at like 500 bucks and it's at 17K, you're still like, you know, what are you up? You're laughing. 100 you're extra, you know, 100 extra money. Like, it's crazy, no, not 100x, but yeah, but you know, like like 30, 30 extra money, right? So it's uh, yeah, I mean, it's all depends on your entry price, right? But and you can see, like, look at the price today ten thousand dollars for the first time six years ago, today it's sitting at 38,000, right? So you know, it's uh, it's all it's all relative. Well, it's interesting because right? I've heard that over and over, and you've heard stories of the old the OGs in the room and space when they they had it when it was twenty dollars and 30 and they were selling because they didn't know or they would. They didn't know, you know, we went from whatever the early days. So yeah, it's it's all relative, and and it's it's hard to it's all relative to sit on sit on something that you know you can you, you just don't know where it's going to go the next right. You just don't know exactly. So I'll, I'll, I'll follow it up with this one here. Uh, yeah, some mysterious whale is accumulating millions of Bitcoin, or is it? So there was a, a mysterious wallet that uh, amassed over four hundred fifty million in Bitcoin last week. So yeah. someone's stockpiling. 
someone knows something that we don't. No one knows whose wallet it is, but 450 million Bitcoin. And that's just like insanity. I mean, you think, all right, six years ago, it was worth 10,000. But imagine like 2010, no, you know, it's, no one even knew what the value of this was going to be. Yeah. And now like 10 years later, you know, whatever, 13 years later, it's worth $450 million. Like, you know, it's just crazy. Well, like, so the, it holds 12,000 Bitcoin yeah. uh, at a value of $450 and the, million. and the thing is like, you know, back when Bitcoin first came around and people, you could, you could mint Bitcoin, like mine Bitcoin with, uh, with a regular computer. You didn't need all the crazy graphic cards and, and stuff that you need now. Um, so, I mean, and, and I mean, you know, with the halvings every, like whatever, four years or it is or whatever it works out to be. But when it first came out, I mean, you could get, you could mine 12,000 Bitcoin on like a, a, just a regular computer in a year if you were like an avid miner, right? So yeah, it's crazy how many people are, you know, they, they really made people super rich. From Not like surprising, Mark. One of my, one of the articles I'm going to share with you, or one of the funding announcements I'm going to share is specifically on this point and it involves a former CEO and co-founder of Twitter, uh, Jack Dorsey. Mm -hmm. So we'll come to that one. So this is great. Yep. Very, very relevant. Yeah. yeah, getting rid of that one. This one I thought was pretty funny. So what's going on here yeah, later? Okay, I don't know. So this ad stuff going on here later. I don't want to Yeah, so this one was crazy. I, I was like following this in real time because someone, I'm in a couple group chats and someone yeah. sent a link as this hack was happening. So KyberSwap, Funny enough, it's one of our competitors. So KyberSwap is also a decentralized exchange aggregator. Um, and they I mean, they kind of have like their own pools and stuff. But uh, so someone was able to take control of uh, the, they, were, they found some kind of exploit in the smart contracts and they were able to exploit it for almost 50 million. And, but the crazy thing is, wasn't just the hack. So the hacker, after they had hacked, like done, you know, they took the, the funds, they started sending like terms of how they would release the funds, right? And this is like this is pretty crazy. So you know, I gotta find where. Uh, so in in return, the hacker proposes. So they're saying they would give the money back. <laughs> yeah. But they they what they want is the comp. So for KyberSwap to surrender all company assets, both on chain and off chain. So they want all the shares, the equity, the tokens, partnerships, intellectual property. Yeah. So basically, they want to take control of the entire company. And in, in return, they promised to transform it to the seventh most popular DEX in a new cryptographic project. So someone has building their own project, hacked KyberSwap, and now in, in holding wow. $50 million ransom and wow. in return, yeah. they want control of the company, but they've offered to buy out executives at a fair valuation, double the salaries of remaining employees, and provide a 12-month severance package for those who choose to leave. Crazy. Look at this, this for liquidity like, providers as well. They're going to recompense yeah, everything. Liquidity providers. That's not a bad thing either. Yeah, they, they've like really thought this out. It's pretty crazy. So this is uh, this. Wow. It's not just the hack, but it was like, you know, the all the detail that's gone into the hack. Do, so do you have an update? Curious to see what the outcome yeah. of this is. No, no, be. there's no update on that, Mark, because this is that's that's incredible. Yeah, I think they gave them uh, December 10th. So they have yeah. the hacker has set a deadline for December 10th for yeah. these demands to be met. So I guess we got eight days we to find fall. out what's going to happen. But very interesting. Excited to we got to follow the, that uh, one. That that's incredible, yeah, right? Wow. Can you imagine? I mean, I'm really curious what's going to if they're going to say yes or no to that. But that was just a, a unique hacking situation, I suppose. That is. Um, anyways, uh, so continuing on, uh, back onto the Bitcoin. So as we we're talking about with the charts, 
Grayscale confident the Bitcoin ETF will be approved by the SEC. Yeah, I had read a rumor on Twitter this morning that uh, they were saying <laughs> they were saying that the SEC was going to approve it before Christmas as this like Christmas present or whatever. But I'm mean, sure it's just rumor. Um, I think they're saying January most likely is what the expectation is going to be. But another like huge bullish flag. So again, looking at going back to what the charts were showing. You know, if we got a grayscale ETF approved in January, I think that's when you could see the next big breakout in the price of Bitcoin, maybe like lifting it back up to around 50K. So we'll see what happens there. Stay tuned. Grayscale, I mean, grayscale has been at the, they've been at this for a while now. I'm yeah. interested to know what they do. I tried to Google it, but it came up with a Game of Thrones reference. So, but oh, they, so they are, uh, grayscale has like the Bitcoin trust. So they actually, they're publicly traded. Oh. Uh, so we, yeah, so we go to Yahoo Finance. Um, I just thought it was interesting because I, 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 they they keep going to to bat on this one. I'm like, how much bandwidth? Yeah, they so they had actually one of the first spot Bitcoin. Um, so G great. So they're actually they've got an active business outside of yeah. Here's cheap trying GPT, to get approval for their their ETF. Yeah. So this is Grayscale. So they've got a Bitcoin oh. investment trust. So they actually hold spot Bitcoin through this. Um, so you can oh, wow. invest wild. directly through them. Yeah. So I don't, I, you know, the funny thing is, man, I remember when I first got into, this is like 2019, 2020. Yeah. And I remember seeing the great grayscale Bitcoin trust. And now if you look at like a five year window, yeah. So this is when it first came around 2019, $4. And I remember looking at it and I was like, I wasn't really heavily into, into crypto like I am now or Bitcoin. I was like, ah, you know, I don't know if I should buy it or whatever. I was $4. I remember looking at it like it was like three, $4. And I'm like, ah, the high, they like, did a high of 46, 47. Yeah, man. You know, if you, yeah. and I was playing like option contracts back then. So I'm like, when it really broke out, was you could see 2020 yeah. here. Right. And I mean, it really is sort of ripping at 2020, but uh, yeah. I mean, if you're playing options on that thing, like, whoo, would have made a pretty penny, unfortunately. Nice. My, uh, was okay, not, well, thanks for that. Because I, wise I, enough, but... I never, I never, I never Googled them. I just wasn't sure what they were doing, but they're publicly traded. Um, yep. And uh, yeah, they're they're on pink sheets, so it's not. Uh, yeah. On it's OPC, legit, right? But yeah. Speaking but of yeah, pink sheets, uh, I just watched. Scale. I watched that movie again for the for the how many times? Boiler Room, and you know the. Oh yeah. Classic. Wolf of Wall. That that was the OG Wolf of Wall Street movie. Well, but they they were watching, so they they were watching Wall Street the um with with you know Gordon Gecko right the original Wall Street mm -hmm. with Michael Douglas and so that that was their kind of training video and I remember back in the day people were talking about you know Boiler Room being a training video for traders in the market so and now and then there's of course uh, Jordan Belfort with the Wolf of Wall Street yeah yeah but it was I think it was based off the same movie like it was the same is Boiler Room also is based off Jordan Jordan Belfort right but yeah. Wolf of Wall Street was just like the next rendition of the the movie but both good movies yeah <laughs> all right so do you have one more oh microchat i saw the microchat yeah they're, so they're, they're, they're continuing holding, which is which is a good yeah. sign yeah i think they're they're yeah you can see uh yeah their stock price has risen but i think their holdings like some i remember reading they had an unrealized gain of like i don't know if it's in this article but uh yeah they had an unrealized gain it was like in the billions of what they, because I mean, I think their dollar cost average now is, uh, again, I'm not sure if it's in this price, but, or in this article, but I think their dollar cost average is like 20 some thousand now. Oh, here nice. it is. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, here we go. So average price of thirty thousand per Bitcoin. Yeah. So uh yeah, they're they're dollar cost averaging, right? Which is uh they 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 see something, you know, they're yeah. and I remember reading another article that was predicting the price of Bitcoin, and I think it was by like Citibank or one of these like big banks, and it was pro projecting the price of Bitcoin to hit a hundred K by the end of twenty twenty four. And I saw I saw that, but I, I it was an I think I thought it was Deloitte or KPMG. That yeah, maybe it was. One of the big it was four. one of those like big companies, but it, it was like one that you know if if these companies are saying that it's going to hit 100k, there's probably a good chance it's going to hit 100k by 20. It's not like you well, know seen some something Bitcoin. Right? They've seen something. Yeah, exactly right. So yeah, that was another good one that I was uh, curious. And then getting to the end here, so Solana gets some shine. Uh, so Solana has like really been ripping it this year. Last week uh, we saw Kathy, Kathy uh, from Ark Invest, yeah, Kathy Woods, Kathy Wood yeah. from Kath, from Mark Invest, uh, talked about Solana. And what are yeah. you seeing today, Mark? What did look, you look, so over the last thirty days, up seventy percent, mad. And I think it started like this year, at like ten dollars or something. I'd be curious just to check. Uh, let's see. Let's just go to Coin Market Cap, and we can see here. Just gonna check Solana quickly. Sorry, taking a long time on the news here, but it's interesting stuff. So if we see Solana, take a look at the charts. Dollars, I don't, I, I haven't false. Yeah, I but I think it started like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you, no, sorry, let me uh, go just check out this year. year. You can see it just really been ripping it. So I think it started this year at about ten dollars somewhere around here. What's his yeah, ATM? What's the all-time high? Do you have or ATH? What's the all-time? Oh high? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably. Oh yeah, here you go. <laughs> yeah. Twenty twenty, yeah. and that's the thing. You know, it's like even like Magnus, you know, our CTO. I bring he's chatting. He's like, "Oh, these influencers saying the bull run's coming, and we're missing the bull run." I'm like, you know, if you look at all the crypto prices compared to 2021, yeah. they still have a long ways to go. No matter what asset, I mean, minus Bitcoin, Bitcoin's still been like slowly creeping back up. But I mean, anything else, like you know, even if you look What's at Cardano, the full market like, cap, Mark, because it one trillion is a, is a benchmark. It's one trillion something, right? Yeah, for 1.4 trillion. Yeah, so that's a good. That's a good swell. And I think Bitcoin yeah. is about 800 million, right? Bitcoin exactly. is usually around 40% of that, something mm -hmm. like that. But even if you look at Cardano, like Cardano hit a high almost $3 back in 2021, now like 39 cents. You know, so it's just like there's still so much, so many of these assets. My Cardano ADA, my story. So I held it way back when in the wall, right? And 2019 to 21. And it it's now trading its 2020, I guess 2021, when it came, when it came back up to 36. But I held it. It was oh, it was tough, Mark. It was like five, six cents, ten, eighteen cents, whatever it was. It was mm -hmm. now it's a. It's back to where it was. So that that's one of the they're one of the earlier. Cardano is one of the early, early crypto. First thing I one of the first ones I ever read about. So yeah, I mean, um, I, I'm just saying like, I think the bull run still has a long ways to go. Yeah, a lot, a lot of running to do. Yeah, like everyone's like, oh, the bull run's coming, and it's like, don't worry, the, the bull run's like. It's go up and down. Ways It'll go up and down, but it's, it's a more solid all-time You know, it's it's kind of solid. It's kind of more it's more mainstream now than it ever was, right? Back to you talked yep. about when Bitcoin was at five hundred or a thousand or whatever. It's more solid. Mm -hmm. It's just more mainstream, and the ETFs and the grayscale, the BlackRock, those are just more institute. Those are just you know, and you're going to see in some of the news, the funding announcements where they're it's it's taking Bitcoin and some of the blockchain stuff into a different level, and you're you're going to see that. And it's not just the creativity is getting off the charts. And you and I did the demo of X528. You know, it's just mm -hmm. creating 
creating products that are user experience and improve what people are used to already. It's not, you know, trying to create something new because something new people aren't used to it and they're not going to adopt it. So exactly. Exactly. All right. So, so are we done the news? One? Last one, last one. Okay. So this is just quickly Philippines SEC now blocking Binance in the country. Yeah. I think we talked about this last week, to be honest, but it's just funny. I'm curious to see how many more countries are going to follow by blocking Binance. So Really, like I think this is the beginning of the end for Binance. Big market. Opinion. Philippines like, is what 150 million people, and, and law of Philippines. I mean, I just they all this law. It's a big country. Um, when yeah. I was working in Qatar, and back to the 2017-18, when Bitcoin was 19,000, I a couple of the there was a lot of Filipino workers, and mm -hmm. these guys weren't making a lot of money, but they were like they came to me. As I told you, people would come to me because I was in the blockchain, and at that time, should I buy Bitcoin at 19,000? I'm like. Like I, you know, I, I can't tell you what to do. I think you need to get advice. And of course, if they had bought it at 19, then it was a probably would have been, a, you know, hard hit on their 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 whatever it was their liquidity. But today, 19,000 seems pretty low, <laughs> pretty pretty low. So, yeah, it's a good deal, right? Yeah, yeah. Nice. All right. Well, uh, you, you want to share your screen now? I'll, I'll stop mine. Okay. So. Mark, thanks for that. It means it's a really good backdrop to some of the stuff I'm going to look at show here. I'm just going to show my, I'm just going to find my, here we go. I'm popping in there. Okay. All right. So let me just share. Let me, just, let me do some slides. Okay. Well, you got, you got a whole slideshow prepared. Man, yeah, I wanted to go, look bad over here. I have to. So, but I think that, that sets a bar <laughs> for you, Mark. You know, you and I did a push-up challenge right. earlier. We tied. So I had to outdo you on this. I knew in advance you wouldn't do slides. So, but so actual, I don't know. They've done this. They've actually done oh, this on purpose. No. This is this is Mark. These guys are living. I mean, this is literally. Oh, sorry. What happened? Oh, oh come on! Something happened here. Oh man, I lost my screen. I'm gonna go back. Bring it back. Yeah, here we go. Okay. Bring it back. Bring it on back. So, let's go back. So yep. this first one, actual. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. There you go. Now? Okay. Yep. So this is the accountants. They're just helping the accountants. Mm -hmm. the crypto entities manage their their back office, right? Yeah. If you read through the article, I can I can share the article with you, but it's literally like people mm -hmm. can do all these other things, and it just really waters down the effectiveness and functionality. These guys have gone. They're ex. I don't know. They're coders or whatever. And they're like they're just let's go and help them with their back office and they're just doing this well. ARAP, Fiat and digital, allowing them to, you know, to maintain payments and so forth. So very simple, 3.9 million seed, nothing to, you know, their cap tables, pretty robust. So you and I talked offline, some of these cap tables, people are jumping Crazy. in on these things. I'm not going to go into the, on here, but I'm telling you, Mark, mm -hmm. the, the globally, the, the participants are not just VCs, they're angels, individuals, of a wide variety. But anyway, so let's move to the next one. Yep. Coin change. They're out of Toronto. And yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. Great article. Uh, it's a digital asset platform, but they're working on the coin yield. change. Here is series B. Wow. Okay. That's so these guys have raised 10 million, pretty serious. And it's coin change. API powered stable coin earnings. Uh-huh. So they're just literally offering most of the majors. There's a there's a few yep. lists. They list it, and it's just looking for yields, going out there and finding it, the the yields for uh, for your return on your your money investing. Interesting. This is a easy to use API. Oh, I'm, I'm curious. Yeah, and we'll take very, a look. 
this. Very robust again, cap table, yeah. a lot of people back in this stuff. These are the mm -hmm. biddlers, Mark. These are the yep. biddlers who were building in the, in the crypto winter, and now they're coming out of that, you know, the spring, crypto spring. They're, they're, they're the real builders. Okay. That's it. So Mamolin. Mamolin. <laughs> I think they're the name oh, of it yeah. is... Oh, yeah. Okay. BTC mining pool. Interesting. Oh, man, someone was telling me about one of these uh, BTC like, decentralized pools the other day, but... Okay. So yeah. this is the story. This is the one where the, the former Jack Dorsey, the former, uh, the co-founder of Twitter... And a former CEO, mm -hmm. he's also, I think he's part of Square. So he knows money. He knows money. Yeah. And, you know, he really it's is. 20 million is like $6 then. So the BTC mining pool, but the things, the difference is, is it, 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 they get direct B, Bitcoin. There's no minute, there's no middle person who decides yeah. what to give the miners. It literally goes direct. So the rewards are going direct to the miners. <laughs> and this apparently is different than the normal model. If you read it, I'm not Very a tech cool. person on this one, but it goes directly yeah. to the miner. The rewards go directly to it's tied into the to the work, not uh, a centralized sort of somebody saying, you know, here you go, an aggregator. And then they divvy up or not divvy up the rewards. So this is this very is curious. Very well, I, can't, I can't find a link to their website. I'll but, send you, uh, that, I'll send you that. I think it's an yeah. ocean. I think their protocol is called Ocean. Yeah. Mamolan is a new thing. I'll send they're okay. in Wyoming, by the way. Hmm. And a quick fun fact, I think you and I talked about. The Dow, there was a Dow formed, the guy they formed 6 million city Dow in mm -hmm. Wyoming. They bought an acre of land with yeah. a Dow. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If something's going on in Wyoming. I have no idea. <laughs> I think we had an article on the Ocean yeah. Bitcoin Mining Pool. Interesting. Okay. Very so curious. Is, yeah. That's uh, okay. Okay. And the fourth one yep. is Wormhole. These guys oh, are yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge. Classic. They're Massive. First of all, I didn't even, didn't even say where they're Massive. out of. But they're part of this crypto trading group or some, some, yes, Mark, 225 million. And all they're doing yeah, is. Yeah, we're, we're planning to use Wormhole actually for our, for our protocol. So they're bridge, right? So, um, and funny enough, like if you look way back, uh, they were one of the biggest bridge hacks, I think 2018 or 2019. They were like 160 million hacked. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're backed by Jump, right? So Jump. Yeah, Jump. That's it. Jump. That's right. No, they, this, they're backed by Jump, and what I think the the thing is, they this is a spinoff. So I don't mm -hmm. know. They must have had, they must have. So apparently, this is mostly developers are using this across chains, and like Mark, this tells me the signal here. They don't. They didn't even talk about. I think the market cap, the valuation is over two billion, two and a half billion. But what this tells me is they've got they've got developers must be using this at scale. You know, yeah. Once I mean, developing on ETH, Solana, Binance, Polygon, Avax. There's a few others in there. Or Avalanche. Um, it's Mark. I did. It's very, very coy. Like you don't see mm -hmm. much. They're just kind of wow. And again, their cap table is just massive. Massive, yeah. I mean, it's because they've got jump, right? But we are planning to use wormhole actually, because um, they are like supposed to be one of the most secure. But and, and you know, we we're actually we we're in a group chat with some of the guys from the wormhole foundation, and I was asking yeah. them like, you know, are they rotating keys? Because they've only got about nineteen validators on the network. 13 is the threshold to approve transactions. And I'm like, yeah. you know, it's the same crap that still like was plaguing the bridges where like they're not rotating keys. They're not, it's like, is the, is the security still there? And I mean, yeah. So, so this is questionable, but. you mentioned, you mentioned um, the jump. Um, I think, you know, there was something else. Like, but anyway, this is, I mean, it's mm -hmm. important, that, you know, obviously the protocol across chains, right? So that discussion allowing people to seamlessly have that, Conversations across chains. Magnus probably understands this very well. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the last, uh, I've got one more. I've got two more here. Mix MYX. Oh, um, it's okay. a DEX for trading for derivatives. Trade. Five million hmm. seed. Ah, this is the one. Um, it talks, it looks for matching pool. So the, the short and the long. And yep. it, it, apparently it's it's really beneficial to the liquidity providers. Um, yeah. I, you read through this one. I'm looking up some of these. Okay. So I'll send you the links, Mark, and I'll share with it in the episode notes. But it apparently back, you mentioned earlier liquidity pools and these guys are going to the next level. I mean, it's, it doesn't, it's because it, it talks about how liquidity providers, it just doesn't sit and wait. They, they can actually act. They can be more active on this, um, in mm -hmm. this, this exchange. So, you know, mm -hmm. this is just taken to the next level. I mean, you and I, you and I talked about curve last week and their kind of 1997 kind of website lookish feel. Um, mm -hmm. and it was, yeah. I, put, I put some liquidity in on the avalanche system. It took some time to, it didn't take, you know, you have to learn how to their upgrades and all that. This seems to be more proactive and more dynamic and it's attractive. Mm -hmm. It seems to be the way to go. Kind of like that mining, the, the mining one um, earlier, was it called? This one, the Momolan one, Ocean Protocol. It's, right. in this case, Jack Dorsey said, this is the way, the next wave. And so the same with this one, they believe this is the next wave. And if you look at some who's backing them, um, it, it, it's, it's a testimony to that. And the final one. Yeah, so I saw Sequoia. Sequoia is backing Mix. Sequoia Capital. Yeah. And, and they're Maybe. not traditionally, I, I, I very rarely see Sequoia in the in blockchain crypto web three um, mm -hmm. one of the first times. So um, this is, anyway, so we're going to see some more of these things coming through. This one, Wind. So this is the sixth funding announcement, Mark. Wind out of Singapore. This is yep. just simple, basic stuff. Mom and, yep. mom and pop shop. Crypto wallet mm -hmm. allow you to trade, store crypto, and uh, and make it easy to get down to fiat, buy your fiat and crypto. Literally, Mark. I mean, this is this is nothing special. Three point eight million pre seed. Yeah, man. Like I don't. This is the thing. Like it blows my mind because like we built our own wallet and we <laughs> built it for like twenty grand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, so, but this is oh, bread and butter stuff. So obviously, I know it's crazy. Yeah, I don't know how these guys are like justifying these raises. It's mad. Yeah. So Mark, anyway. this has been fun. This has been really mm -hmm. fun. Um, I think it, the, the funding now there was that was that was really from two days where the funding announcements. I didn't do a lot mm -hmm. more. I didn't go beyond that. But great, great chat today, Mark. Great start to the mm -hmm. with the push up challenge. Um, look forward to next week. Yeah, good to see you, buddy. And right. uh, yeah, talk soon. I just need to. All right, later. What happened? Okay.